Attention military veterans and military personnel. This is Tracy from Lakewood College, and I am excited to announce the new partnership between ETA Associates and Jamal King's Make Real Estate Real. Give me a call so I can see if you qualify to receive the Make Real Estate Real with no out-of-pocket expense to you. I can be reached at 1-800-517-0857. My extension is 700. You may also visit us at www.moneyforbets.com. Again, that is money, the number four, bets.com. You may also schedule an appointment with me through my text-only number at area code 216-678-9933. I look forward to speaking with you all. You auto-correct your thinking if it's off. You auto-correct your mouth if it's off and what you are listening to. Sometimes you gotta shut your parents out. Sometimes you gotta shut your friends out. And here's the last one. You gotta auto-correct your heart. This episode is brought to you by our partner in crime, Organifi. Organifi is an organic superfood supplement line that makes quality, trusted nutrition convenient and accessible. Their most popular product, Green Juice, can supercharge your life, restore that glow, and help you feel decades younger in just 30 seconds per day without having to worry about shopping for ingredients, mixing and blending them, and then cleaning up afterwards. All ingredients are USDA organic, vegan-friendly, and made without GMO ingredients, gluten, or soy. Where else can you get superfoods like chlorella, moringa, spirulina, wheatgrass, ashwagandha, and turmeric, just to name a few. So make sure you guys check it out at www.organifi.com forward slash success. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com forward slash success. Today's show is brought to you by Ashford University. Dreams, we all have them. The small ones are easy to talk about. The big ones, the ones we really want, not so much. It's like if we say them out loud, they have no chance of coming true. Well, I say when it comes to your future, dream big. The bigger, the better. And the dream of a better tomorrow starts with a degree from Ashford University. Dare to dream big. Your tomorrow starts today at Ashford University. There's no fee to apply or standardized testing required to enroll. Go to ashford.edu forward slash success. That's ashford.edu forward slash success. Not all programs are available in all states. I wake up every single day. I am who I say I am. And I get what I get because I live in B-Smoke. You're not average. You're not even good. You were born to be great. What's going on, world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host, CJ, joined as always by the Bayesian sensation, Mr. Carl Wesley Phillips. What up? What up? What's going on, y'all? I also got my brother, Dr. King, in the building. What's happening? What's up, bro? I had a dream. I can't call it. I I'm sorry. I it. live a reality. Uh, we back. We back. <laughs> Dr. King is back. <laughs> Dr. Dr. King, good to see you. Uh, we also got Dr. Douglas back in the Dr. building. Dr. Douglas. Man, don't quit. Still looking Still looking like he doing it big. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, I've been hey. seeing him out here running, rain falling, cloudy. Uh-huh. It looked like it's about to snow. He out here getting it. The Rocky. Uh, he looked like Rocky hey. out here. 
I just don't want C to have to do a pot, a whole podcast on me. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Hey, let, me say this. let me say this. I get a lot of messages. People be like, hey, Jamal, does he just be on the treadmill when y'all do the podcast? I'm like, no. He's always on the podcast. I'm talking uh-huh. about, like, he on the treadmill. If he could be there during church service, he would be oh, on the treadmill delivering a fire service. But, Maul, I'm just saying, it ain't fair, Maul. Go back to the first podcast we did in the quarantine and just look at the difference between Man, that. <laughs> That's all you got to do. Up. You ain't got to ask. You can just look and see if it's a difference. Hey, and the, and the baby of the podcast, the fifth member of the squad, the just had his last member. day of school today. So he's in the good mood, feeling good. Carlos Quinny, the third. Whoa. What up, Trey? What up, Trey? Representing the D. Come on. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome to Trey's Comedy Corner. Thanks for having having us, man. What kind of creature is smarter than a talking parrot? What type of creature is smarter than a talking bear? What kind? A spelling bee. Oh, <laughs> a spelling bee! Hey, I couldn't even. I was lost on that one. I'm like, Ugh. I'm running through bear, lion. I'm like, what is it? <laughs> all right, all right. So let's let's uh let's get the elephant in the room taken Uh-oh, care of. Let's get it in the room. <laughs> let's go. Uh, this is uh, uh possibly one of the worst uh things I've ever had to bring to the podcast, and I've had to bring some bad things to the podcast, okay? Uh, we've talked for many moons on this podcast about getting older, right? Yes. And there's beauty in age. It there is. is. <laughs> it's also uh, pain. But it's also pain and struggle. <laughs> and so um, I, I, let me start with, okay, y'all see, y'all see it. All right, cool. So this flu is flu game. See, playing with the flu game. This is my flu game. <laughs> okay, so uh, I went to the surgeon yesterday. Uh, turns out I do not have to get surgery just yet. They want to try to uh, immobilize it. So what you see here is a mold that they put so that my middle finger does not move. So I am giving my family <laughs> the, the salute all day. Candace like, yo, you really, because you you're you supposed to bend your other fingers around it. So you know how that ends up looking. But that's neither here nor there. Um, so I'm in a great deal of pain. Um, I'm in a great deal. Like, this just happened. So I'm talking about, you know, last night, uh, well, two nights ago now. But yesterday I went to the doctor. And you know, it's worse because I put a homemade splint on it the first night, popsicle stick, and I wrapped it up. No I think I showed more. As a matter of fact, I'll send you a picture, Carl, of the homemade one. Maybe you can put it up. But not our But it, it was, uh, when I tell you tough, it was tough. So I'm going to send Carl the picture, and uh, he, could take, he could put it up real quick. But this, Carl, this was the first one, the, the first iteration I made for myself the night it happened. Uh, so there's that. And I'll also send you the video, so maybe you can put both of those. Can we play the video on here or no? Yeah. Um, all right, so I send them both to you. All right, so. I go to the surgeon, and you know how they do. They got to take it off. They got to, can you do like this? You know, the whole nine's pushing on it. Then they got to make the mold. So long story short, my hands swole up huge. Um, If you can see my knuckle right there, it is uh, 
just like twice the size of my other knuckle. Um, and so I'm hurting. You know what I'm saying? It was a tough sleep last night, but I still made it to the podcast. So yes, this is my flu game. I'm just letting y'all know I'm still about to put up 38. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm still going to put up 38. So um, now this comes back to, all right, so we'll, we'll see what's going on. Okay, that, that was the one I made. You feel me? That's the joint I made uh, on my way to the hospital. <laughs> and then can we check out the video real quick, Carl? Hold on, it's still loaded. Okay, going. got you. Um, so, uh, yeah, I made that one the night it happened uh, just to try to get some comfort that it's night. And it's rookie. crazy because, you know, rookie, when they... Uh, little rookie. <laughs> hey, I can, I can moms tell you and Candace came through. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> moms and Candace came through. And, uh, you know, it worked for that night. And then when I went to the doctor, uh, luckily, you know, I have friends that are doctors, you know, so I text, shout out to Moni, shout out to my boy Wood. Uh, I text both of my doctor friends and said, yo, I sent them a video, which Carl's going to play for us. I sent them a video and said, yo, does this look right to you? And I was hoping that they would say, yo, throw some ice on it, some ibuprofen. Here we go. Here, let's take it up and take a look at it. Here we go. If y'all not watching on YouTube, go to YouTube. Is you there any the audio C or no? I don't. You don't need to hear the audio. You right, can see you. it. Parents, I'll, na- be- I'll narrate it. Parents, be cautious now. This could, okay. this could hurt your child. So that's my good hand. That's my good hand, and there go my bad hand. Dang. And you can see the tendon. Yeah, the tendon is off the bone completely. So, yeah, it's not supposed to look like that, all right? So, all right, cool, Carl, that's good. Um, So, when it happened, I was in such shock that I didn't know what to do, Uh, and I... I guess immediately I should have been thinking about my own health, but yeah. because we got to do a podcast every week, like the first thing that ran through my mind was like, yo, I got to address this in front of these two, three clowns on the podcast, <laughs> and this is going to be terrible. So I, I thought about lying like I did. I just thought about like, yo, me and Candace got into it. I just punched the wall real quick. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I was I was pre-ET baptized. You know what I'm saying? You With the me? anger issue. Uh. And uh, you know, I, I was like, man, I gotta, you know, I, I gotta tell the truth. So uh Avery had went over to uh my brother and sister-in-law's house to spend time with my niece. Trey was like, yo, let's just the, the fellas, we go get in the pool. You know, mommy can't come, let's just me and you. So, all right, bet. So we go to the pool, right? So as you know, if you you know you got a pool, it's bugs, and you know we well, got the little pool. I don't know, pool. Carl. I <laughs> right. don't know. But You're gonna find out very soon. Very soon, real soon. So we had a pool cleaner that cleans up the bottom of the pool every night, but you know it was the end of the day, so whatever bugs from the day got in there, they still in there. And Trey, he don't really trip on bugs, but he hate them centipedes, like them long, hairy looking ones. Mm-hmm. And so. The day before, I had, you know, we had got them all out or whatever. And so then we got in the pool, and I don't even wear like glasses in the pool, like, so I can't really see that good, right? Trey wears his goggles and all of that. So he sees like 3D under there. So as soon as we jump in the pool, we in the pool no longer than 30 seconds. He's like, Dad, it's a huge centipede right there. So I wasn't about to get the scraper out, because I ain't no punk. I'm like, man, it's a centipede. I just get it with my hand, right? So. I'm, it's in the middle of the pool. 
So I dived down to the middle of the pool and then like I kind of like scooped the water all the way up to the top so the centipede could get to the surface, right? So I'm like treading water and I grab the centipede up and the water flows out of my hands. So then instead of like swimming all the way to the side and just like using dumping my hand over, I decide, you know what? I'm a master at thumps. I play thumps. My flick game is incredible. <laughs> Always has been. <laughs> Your so old I flip game. Put, I, I, yeah, my right, right. flip game. Oh, my bro, y'all, did y'all used to play thumps? Yeah, we used to no. flip thumps. Oh, yeah. bro, I grew up playing thumps. You hold your hand and pow y'all. I'm talking about like my hand's huge. I mastered it. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. So I go, I instead of, like I said, swimming all the way to the edge, I just decide, you know what? I'm just gonna power flick this bad boy all the way out. But in my head, I was like, don't let it leave it short. You know, I'm a pilot. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, pilot, right, we, right, we, right. We, I only got one gear. Got to get to the I'm destination. Like, hey, so I promise y'all, this is no cap. Bro, I load up. I get this uh, centipede, the thump flick of my life. And all I heard was pop. Wow. And I was like, oh, I'm now I'm treading water in the deep end. Unbelievable. And I looked down and my finger was stuck down. Mm. And I was like, so I grabbed it and I yanked it and it popped back a little bit. So then you know, once once you hurt it, you know your natural inclination is to be like, ah. Mm -hmm. So I was like, ah, and I clenched my fist like this, and I tried to open it and it was stuck. Wow. Like, I could not open my fist. And I was like, yo. I, so then you know me, again, pilot. I'm, I'm, I'm about that life. I'm going straight to the problem. So I'm like, pow. It pops again. I'm like, yo. I'm I, like, you know how you do something? Like, you might like hit your foot or something. And you know when it's like, ah, yeah, that's going to hurt yeah. for a couple of days. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's. Yeah. I immediately in my head was like, that that's not no just that that's something. Yeah, that's not a couple you know days. It's something. <laughs> yeah. Like it didn't just like and I've dislocated my fingers playing football a million times. Dislocate it, pop it back in, tape it together, you good to go, you mm -hmm. out. I was like, this ain't that. You gonna have and to so, leave the job. You gonna have to leave. A leave so, of so, so Trey looking at me, I, not I done already cussed at least seven thousand times at this point. I'm talking about loud. Trey looking at me like, Dad, what's wrong? He trying to figure out like you swimming in the pool. What's wrong with your hand? So I'm sitting there, dog, and I get out the pool, and I what you saw was I went over. I was like, "Look, I'm gonna get in the hot tub and try to put some heat on this thing." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I ain't know what to do. He needed an air traffic controller in his life. He just he just <laughs> so, blowing it off, ma. Uh -huh. Hey, so I get in the hot tub, try to leave it under the heat for a minute, and then I called my mom like, "Hey, come down here." Take a video of this so I can send it, you know what I mean, to all my medical professional friends. So what you see in that video is probably two minutes after I did it, that vein was still, you know what I'm saying, busting to the side. So what happened was, I'll give you all the medical term, it's a, I tore my sagittal tendon or something like that. It's sagittal, S-A-G-I-T-T-A-L. But what it is is, it is the um, it's the tendon that runs across here. So like think of like this ring, like this white band. It's the band that runs across the knuckle. So what that does is it keeps that long one that you've seen falling to the side. 
it keeps it so that it doesn't fall to the side. So when I flicked it, basically I flicked it so hard, my hands are, that I broke the tendon that straps across the top right here. And now there's nothing to hold that ligament on this hand. You see it stays straight. It was falling to the side there because the thing that holds it there literally snapped off when I flicked it. Now, I'm happy to report that the centipede is somewhere on the moon right now. I can, <laughs> let me check something. Hey, I, I sent that sucker into orbit. Uh, but I did pay the consequences on the back end. So CJ um, Oz. I, I felt like that was an episode from CJ Oz. Hey, <laughs> listen. You feel me, Marge? It felt it like is. we went to a different place. Oh, it, it really was. Hey, but you know what's crazy, E? I remember sitting here on the podcast maybe about, I don't know, three weeks or so talking about how I tore my ACLs. And, 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 my, man, and my man I was sitting up there. Right. He was sitting up there giving me, you know, giving me the flux. The and business. now all of a sudden, right. And I was playing football. You know what I'm saying? I was up there on the field. My man was swimming. He popping you know? bugs. He popping yeah. bugs. Right. <laughs> Hey, see, yeah, you, hey. might just, you might have just invented a whole new competition, but that's going to be the Olympics next year. Don't yeah. play. Fam, I, I have, listen, I've been flicking my whole life. Uh -huh. I'm a lifelong flicker. Like, uh -huh. I, I live to, like, I'm, that's my thing. Tennis and, getting old, baby. They getting oh, old. Fam. Yo, I, dog, so anyway, so now I go to the, you know, you got to go, to, uh, I went to, you know, the, the specialist yesterday, the surgeon. So I'm sitting in, like, first of all, I ain't been going outside with the COVID. So now I'm pissed that this centipede got me outside <laughs> with the COVID. Oh, gotcha. Now I'm uh, sitting in the doctor's office. There's other people around. I'm trying to social distance. And I'm sitting there, dog. And I'm sitting there like, dog, I'm here for a centipede, dog. Like we said actual... no sudden moves, though, Ma. Remember we said it. When you get in them 40s, <laughs> oh, no, no sudden no. moves. And that's still what I'm doing so sudden moves without thinking, Ma. Listen. I'm, I'm telling you, you got to think. So now <laughs> let me ask you. See, did you win it when you was in the hospital? Did you really tell them, like the I, doctors, I was about to did you tell ask, them that you, you was hitting the center? Because I would have, man. I would have been like, man. You know what I'm saying? I was watching, you know, the Bulls on TV. And then I saw, saw, the I saw, Mike, I saw Mike jump on the free throw line. So I thought that I could do it too. You know, and then I went and I, and then. I started to, I started to be like, dog, you know, they opened up the bars, right? So I got back into my first little bar fight. But you know what, man? You know, I, I am secure enough in my old age. You know, as I get old, I lost my Tell hair. I'm getting gray. It was, uh, you know, but the thing, you know, the thing I'm mad about is I do pride myself on making sure I don't do nothing that I could possibly injure myself doing. Right. <laughs> I just never thought yeah. that flicking a bug out the pool. Any you know, every sudden move. It, it doesn't any, matter any, what Any it muscle is. that's implicated right that's now it. is in jeopardy. Anyone. Anyone, bro. Damn. Bro, when you get 40, dog, you got to not only stretch. You gotta stretch your fingers when you wake up in the morning. Yeah, dog. You, gotta, you gotta. I'm telling every single part of your body. Every you gotta, muscle, you bro. gotta stretch, right. dog. Every muscle. Bro. Uh, I thought he was oh. praying every morning. He was stretching his fingers. Uh, I'm stretching, bro. Oh. I stretch, stretching. So yeah, it's been. Uh, so in, in all seriousness, in all non-serious seriousness, it hurts bad. It's still throbbing bad. I did not sleep good last night. This brace contraption thing sucks. And uh, how many it, months you said six? So, six weeks, six weeks, no movement, 
Six weeks, no movement. Shower, he, can you take it off for the shower? Can't take it off in the shower. Wow. Can't get in the pool Ooh. with it. Wow. You can't so, get in the pool? No, nah, I mean, I'm gonna have to. I mean, it can't like, get wet. Put it like that. Oh, I got you. Oh, so whew. I'm gonna. I mean, I could get in the, you know, the shallow end, but yeah. you know, I, I ain't gonna be flicking no bugs out. That's for wow. sure. Um. So yeah. So I, I. Hey, Carl, put him on the sick and shut in <laughs> list at the church <laughs> list. Put him on the, the list. list. <laughs> sick and Man. shut in. Nah, like okay. So I had. Let me tell you how bad it was yesterday. Like, you know how you be so pissed and then you got to tell yourself it could be worse? I'm like, man, like, I just kept telling myself all the things that it could have been, that it could have been worse. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm sitting there, dog. I just, it was time for dinner last night, bro. I just had my hand up in the air. I was like, dog, what is wrong with you? So this may be the goofiest injury in the history of all injuries. Shout out to the one dude I uh, looked up on YouTube, though. Uh, I will shout out his at name if I can remember it. It was an older gentleman, not surprisingly, who had the exact same injury, who said mm. that he did it the exact same way, Carl, except for that he was washing dishes and some food like got stuck to his finger. So he went over to the trash can and was trying to flick mm. it off. The flick of the risk. Barra. <laughs> so it's at least one other person in the world who did some foolishness like that. So... Um, Anyway, so all right, I'll, I'll stop now. But y'all see it? There it is. I I will gladly take every joke in the comments. Uh, I deserve <laughs> it. Um, so yeah, I appreciate y'all letting me tell my story of pain and struggle. Hey, and, are you taking something? Because I know your pain tolerance. You've been through all them drugs. You taking anything? No, nah, I'm or not you taking just... nothing. I just I iced it um, and water and. Uh, it, uh, that's pretty much it. We'll see if that gets it done. The ice hopefully will help uh, take the swelling down. Mm -hmm. But uh, I woke up this morning, man. It was just thumping. So anyway, uh, let's get to something uh, a little different. Carl, do we have our fair file? I had to do this, man. I, I find it for me, Carl. Uh -huh. All right. So now the COVID had brought out some creative things, right? And, you know, people got to find a way, as, as my long guy goes in his... Mess up my Isn't audio. Isn't that crazy? They always do it right Fam. when you, Right as oh, soon yeah. as you record. Every time. <laughs> I ain't seen bro in six weeks. <laughs> um, so, Carl, do we... Uh, oh, so, I got uh, you. Okay, hold on. So, during the COVID, you got to find ways to stay alive, baby. This is all about survival of the fittest. And so, I found one company who... They, they, they came with a little something different. And I was <laughs> like, okay. Now, is it fair? Or file because you know they have strategies, they got employees, they got everything, and right now their industry got to be hurting more than any industry. So we'll take a look, and then I'll, I'll show them. Okay, you see that? What's that say, E? Or, or Maul, go for it. I know E can't see. Good. Where is it? Pasquale's Pizza and Wings. Mm hmm. So Pasquale's Pizza and Wings <laughs> is actually uh, what happened was. Chuck E. Cheese actually changed their name to an Italian-sounding pizza joint. Oh, you lied. Bam. So they changed their name to Pasquale's because they only doing delivery, like Grubhub delivery oh, I see. and stuff. Yeah, it said under alias company mm. name on delivery apps, such as Grubhub. Ah, uh, yeah. Pasquale's, y'all. So they I saw on Grubhub, instead of saying Chuck E. Cheese, uh, it say Pasquale's Pizza and Wings. Pasquale's, I wonder where they got that from. 
Hey, that's that's fair, dog. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. I actually, you know what? I actually like that idea. Yeah, <laughs> I like yeah. that idea. <laughs> you oh feel man. Me? Hey, they hey. bring it themselves. They, hey, I like hey. that. Hey, where a kid I'm, can be a kid. Where, oh, hey, man. I'm saying so that you know, if you just put on there, hey, who want delivery pizza and wings from Chuck E. Cheese? Dundee. Ain't nobody getting that. that. Yeah, Dundee. But Pasquale's though. Yeah, Pasquale's. Hey. hey, it's got a little ring to it too. You know, oh, it got hey. a great ring. <laughs> I'm about to get yeah. some of that Pasquale's. <laughs> All right, let me get that Pasquale's. Let me get a six Talk piece about barbecue. Re- rebuilding. Hey, uh, oh, I'm trying to be, hey, what I want to know though is how deep did they go? When it came in the box, did they fully commit or did it say <laughs> oh, Chuck E. Cheese? It's got a whole different hookup. Okay, yeah. Look it up. See if somebody hey, got delivered. It's, pro- it's probably written on that joint. Yeah, yeah. I bet you they still give you the napkins with the little hey. box on them. Malcolm X said, by any means any necessary, means. dog. By the way, happy belated birthday. Happy birthday belated. was yesterday, so. Yeah, no doubt, yeah. no doubt. Hey, I always thought, Maul, I always thought, as a kid growing up, I remember looking at Duracell batteries, and I was like, yo, a super dope business strategy would be to create your competitor. I was like, yeah. what if Duracell and Energizer was the same company? The same. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't yeah. know if they are or not, but I'm saying, that's genius, bro. Like, oh, you no, just, all your there. ads bashed yeah, the other one. There. And, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm saying Pharisee. Yeah. Hey, I yeah. used to do that with properties. A lot of times, I would bid on properties... And I would have two companies, the same company bidding on the same property. And then the seller, the seller would be like, oh, I have another buyer. You better come with it. And I'd be like, hey, you know. And then, I, and then on the other side, on the other side. That's I would a bad a contract, man over there. Right, I, would pull, I would pull a contract away and say, you know what? This property is not worth it. I'm not. And then they'll call me on the other side like, hey, um, are you still interested in the property? And I'd be like, oh, no, not really. And so now they got two people that are saying the property is not really worth it. Then they come down on the price. And then. I, beautiful. Make, make beautiful. Fair fair. Fair. Hey. All day. All what you day. say? Fair. So, so it's Chuck E. Cheese fair or fire? Yeah, I say fair, man. You got to feed your family. They, they, they got to survive, bro. Yeah. Okay. So, but can we agree that they need some type of action plan if your food is that bad to where you got to make up a whole fake alias? <laughs> well, look. But I guess they ain't selling food though, really, right? Right. It, right. It's nope. not, that's not the truth. Their night, their their claim to fame is not actually the food. Right. It's actually the video games. So they had to repurpose hey. it because you so focused on the video games yeah. and the kids having fun. So they, that's all. They, just, they, had, now, they had to take the focus to the food, bro. Hey, I'm going to shoot Chuck E. Cheese some bail. Um, I actually didn't mind Chuck E. Cheese pizza. I don't, now, I, I'm a pizza head, but I, I actually thought it was straight. I, I, I you ever had the wings? Now, I never had. I, ha, ha, ha. I did not order wings from Chuck E. Cheese. I'm house. not going to take it that far. Not when wings stopped down the street. Uh, uh, but Chuck I E. Cheese did. is not real pizza. No, of course. Okay, all right. Now, here, now it, we got to go to Chicago. It's not I'm home run in. It's not I just, real pizza. Okay. Hey, hey, but let me tell you something. Here, home run in ain't as good as Pascal's either, though. Pascal's, you know what I'm saying? They put a couple of little bit he more He's trying to set us up for an argument, Ma. <laughs> don't, to, don't fall for the No, break, I ain't got Ma. the energy today. Don't fall I ain't got the, the energy today. My hand hurt, Ma. Uh, no mas. I, I, I don't want no smoke today. All right, so let's get to uh, an actual podcast. Um... So I think I brought it up um, maybe a couple weeks ago. And, and shout out to Jordan, too. Um, y'all saw the flu game, you know, the whole nine, obviously, which turned out to be, flu game. you know, the poison game. Food uh, poison, shout right? out to Josh 
and all the good people of Utah for by any means necessary. <laughs> you know, we gotta try. It didn't work out. That was Chuck E. Cheese pizza, Ma. But the crazy, hey, crazy Cheese well, pizza, Ma. Hey, the crazy part about it, they delivered to Jordan some Pasquelli's in the middle of the night. That was definitely Pasquelli's. That was Pasquelli's, man. That, that was definitely Pasquelli's. Hey, Pasquelli wings, please. My oh. didn't want no wings. <laughs> Okay. And then it was five guys that delivered it. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, but why did they? I, I would have been like, ah, Mike, five guys delivered this. Uh, uh, whatever. Suspect. That ain't what I'm talking about. Shout out to him. We're not going there today. I'm tired. Of, I'm so tired of talking about Michael Jordan. <laughs> if I don't ever talk about Michael Jordan again in my life, it'll be too soon. Uh, hey, Maul ain't gonna let you. As soon as we oh, get off, Maul gonna be taking you right back up. He already Le- knows. Hey, let me tell you something. LeBron can't working on the 72,000 parts miniseries right now. <laughs> Brad's just gonna run from the time he retired to the time he died oh. every week. Um, so. But what, but what I really wanted to go back to, and I had it in my notes to talk about for a while, is uh, he was in, in his sermon a few weeks ago, and I think I briefly mentioned it, but I told E this morning I wanted to kind of deep dive on it. Uh, during the sermon, E was talking about the, the moment when him and Didi were going through, you know, some tough times here in the last few years. And y'all been with us on the podcast for many years, so those of you who've been with us since day one, or day, whatever, you probably remember the conversation that we had about E and Didi and the arguing and the anger that E was building up. And of course, E didn't, again, if you're listening and you knew, you're like, oh, E was arguing with his wife. Not like that. But when he did get there, E would have a, a, a temper and he would go off. Like just, you know, again, passionate, loud, and E already passionate and loud. So when you add in YouTube, like an anger like element, YouTube don't see. Yeah. they love it on YouTube. I'm they love it on YouTube. Life. They do not like it at the house. <laughs> and so um, he said something deep during the sermon. And while we were going through it, I never really thought about it like that. But he said, "Yo, you don't really want help. Like you don't really want to get better. Most of you want to talk about the problem, but you don't really want to get better." And he said, "When me and D- he said, let me tell you something. This is why I love my wife." He said, when Didi and I were going through the struggles in our marriage with me and the anger boy, the reason I knew she wanted to fix the problem is because she called CJ. Now, when I when he, he said that, and at first I was kind of like, oh, okay, I'm sitting there watching the sermon. And he was like, no, 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 no. Think about it. If you don't want to solve it, who do you call? You call your homegirls, right? Like you call your friends to be like, oh, he got an anger issue. And what's your friends going to say? Oh, girl, I can't believe he blowing up like that and he doing, oh, you should leave, you should, right? And so in that situation, you're really not trying to fix the problem. You're looking for a sounding board to talk about your problem, right? And so I thought it was deep that he said, yo, Diddy called CJ because she knows, one, CJ's a pilot. So my only goal is to get to the solution. And Diddy knows that. She know I don't play favorites. Like, my goal is to make sure, especially... E, me being E right hand, I got to get my dog in the right mental space. And if I already know, if him and Diddy ain't on one accord, nothing's going to work out. And so I was charged with fixing that. So I told E, man to man, like, bro, what's going on? Let's talk through it. And we were able to talk through that thing and get on the other side. But what was so deep again is Diddy did not call somebody she knew could do nothing about the problem. She didn't call somebody she knew couldn't do anything. She didn't call anybody who would just be there to go, oh, I can't believe it, and you right, and you... She went to problem-solving mode. 
And I feel like, man, we have issues in our lives and how many of us have issues in our lives. And instead of going into problem solving mode, we go into victim mode. We go into a storyteller mode. Like a lot of y'all just want to tell everybody in your business and, oh, I can't believe. And so I really want to talk about today and y'all help me through this. When you have issues come up, when you have issues arise, what's the difference between the people who say, yo, this is an issue. I got it. My marriage, something going wrong. I got to fix it as opposed to the person who's been complaining about their marriage for the last five years. And so he kind of walk us through that concept, what you were feeling when, you know, during the sermon. And then let's uh, dig in with the fellas on how we can get people over that hump. Yeah. So, you know, to me, man, I think it's very critical that you make a decision on your gates. You feel me? Like you got, you know, they say, who in the, left the gate open? You feel me? Like you got to make up in your mind, number one, what are you trying to accomplish? And then number two, based on what you're trying to accomplish, you got to come out of your feelings and you got to go straight to facts. Like, like you got to make up in your mind. So you just know that if I'm in my feelings, I call my homegirl, I call my homeboy, I call a person who's going to take my side. You got to know that what you're going to actually get from that is a phenomenal feeling. <laughs> All right? So let's not get it twisted. Oh, you're going to feel good. Like You're going to feel great. They're going to listen right, to right, you. Right. They're going to tell you what you want to hear. It's going to feel phenomenal. Now, once you hang up the phone, you just got your reward. Ain't nothing else coming from that. You got your reward. You feel good. He wrong, she wrong, they wrong, I'm right. You feel phenomenal. Soon as you hang up the phone, that's your reward. You're not getting nothing else after right. that. Like, right. Nothing else is going to change. But right. you feel great, though. So if that's your goal, that you're trying to feel good, congratulations. You just got the consolation prize of feeling good. Now, if you want to do something about it, you're not in your feelings. And this is why... The flight assessment is so important because when you take the flight assessment, it's going to show you which one you naturally are. If you're naturally wired for facts or if you're naturally wired for feelings, it's going to show you. So now you get to go into the war aware and equipped. And so when we was on the phone seeing you was talking to me, I already knew based on the assessment, the flight assessment, I was like, oh, I'm in my feelings. So I got to get out of my feelings because that's not going to help our marriage. I got to deal with the facts. And what's the facts? The way she communicates, the way I communicate. Matter of fact, it's crazy, Ma. In my feelings, I'm 100. She's a 10. So there's a disconnect right there. So she's not even into that. You feel me? Like once I saw the numbers and you got to take the assessment. Once I saw the numbers, Ma, I was like, I see what I'm doing wrong. I'm coming in this joker on 100. And feelings. She coming in this joker with 10 on feeling. And I don't even think it's a 10. I think because it started at 10, Ma. That's like, like they just going to give you a 10 for writing your name, Ma. They give you a 10. Right, right, right. She that's the baseline like standard. Yeah, she probably like a four or a three. And so listen to me. So what the assessment showed me about Didi is that when Didi gets on the phone, she's not interested in who's wrong, who's right. She's not interested in the feelings. She's actually trying to get a result from what, we, what we're going through. So watch this. Guys, y'all got to be careful the gate. What do you mean who left the gate open, E? You got to be careful 
what you're willing to listen to for real. And that's why these podcasts are important. There are yeah. those of you getting information from us and listen to me. It's not about getting information, but what we're doing is we're conditioning your way of thinking. We're helping some of you go from a poverty mindset to a wealth mindset. Come on. I told y'all what Maul told me. He put it in my gate, my ear gate. He said, E, you already in real estate. You already pay somebody. Now you need to get paid. And that information shifted my behavior. Come on, y'all hear what I'm saying? It wasn't a feeling. It was facts. And it shifted the way I do business. Y'all got to hear what I'm telling you. And so you got to be careful what you watch because it's teaching you. You got to be careful what you hear. You got to be careful. Oh, a little here. Be careful what you hear. Be careful what you say. And here's the deal. I, I quit. When you go in, just know what you're going in for. Mm-hmm. So if you're going in for productivity, you ain't meddling with the devil. Oh, you don't, you should not surely die. You know what I'm saying? Don't touch that. Like, bruh, you sitting there talking to the devil. You already know what that's, you already know ain't nothing coming from that conversation, but death. And then when you start whatsoever is pure, it's what the word says. Whatsoever is pure, whatsoever is just, whatsoever is lovely, whatsoever is a good report, think on these things. Mm. Why? Because if you think on these things, you're going to get the results that come with those things. And man, let me tell y'all something. And my wife, you know, she tried to throw a little jab. She a pilot. She direct. She tried to throw a little jab. We was on a marriage thing the other day, Ma. And uh, everybody was asking how the quarantine was going. I had one goal, Ma. I'm not setting up no tents. If you bring the circus... You're bringing them jokers on the freeway by themselves. They ain't gonna have no covering. Them jokers, them lions about to get hit, bro. Them giraffes, they about to get hit. Yeah. She said on the call, okay, we had two incidents. One incident, as soon as it started, it evaporated. The other incident, she couldn't even remember what it was, Ma. I'm mm. like, how you gonna say it's two and you don't even remember what the other one is? What you was the first me? one? You feel me? She didn't know what it was. She don't know. I don't know what it was. She don't (laughs) know. But the second one, Ma, she said something to me like, I'm going to put this up because you ain't using it. And I was like, Mm. what? I ain't using it. Why you got to go there? But Ma, right after I said it, she said what she said. I pulled back. Here's what I told her. You talk, if, first of all, you don't even know what the first one is. You just want to be, you just want to be me. You don't even know what the first one is. But if you're right, and it's two, how many days have we been in quarantine? She said 90 something. I said two for 90, two for 98, Ooh, baby. That's, that's Oh yeah. That's an A plus. That's I'm talking about. You, yeah. you the star student, sir. Two for oh, 98. So I'm just saying to C's point, this all started, Ma, because when I said what I said to Didi, we was going back and forth. She didn't get, she didn't want, she didn't call her mama to get on her side. She didn't call her cousins. She didn't call her sisters. She didn't call her best friend. She called C because she wanted a solution. I'm telling y'all out there today, there's a solution to every problem. It's not rocket science. It's really not. It's really not. There's an equation for every problem. For every single problem, there's an equation. And you really have to ask yourself, are you looking for sympathy or empathy? What are you looking for? Mm. And you can get the sympathy if you want to. But nothing is going to change in your circumstances. You're going to be in the same exact spot. Same exact spot. But if you can get to the point where you like, look, give me some empathy. Like, tell me the truth. 
I'm telling you, you can get on yeah, that I side. I guess real this- quick, Ian, before we bring Carl and Maul in, yeah, I want, because, again, I, like, I always try to find, like, that piece, that, that, that flip switch, right? Because yeah. if you're out there, there was a time when you had a victim mentality yeah. and you wanted the, the, the sympathy or, yeah. you know, you wanted to, to blame others or whatever yeah. instead of fixing the problem. And, yeah. you know, one of the things that I really give E credit for is, you know, the things that were wrong in his past, he made him right, and he he actively worked to make him right. And so, E, what was that switch when you went from, okay, I'm mad because my mom didn't tell me who my real dad was, my real father wasn't there for me, like all of that stuff that you had in your head, and then when you start saying, all right, I'm instead of complaining about him all the time, I'm going to take an active role in fixing those things. Do you remember like the day, or yeah. like did you get uh, some uh, yeah. uh, holy water thrown on you? What yeah. happened? <laughs> I remember getting some information, and the information is you losing, you losing. You feel me? Like okay, so you saying this person wrong, and you saying that person wrong. You right? You probably right. And that's the crazy thing about like a sickness in our minds. Like we can make other people wrong, and ain't nothing going right for us. But we, you know what I'm saying? But in our head, we make, we satisfied with it. You wrong, I'm right. You feel me? Like you get so sick that you twist reality so it can fit, you know, your feelings. Cause that's all you're doing. You're getting reality to fit your mm. feelings so that you can feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like you can still be doing wrong, but feel good about it. And I remember waking up one day, reading something and going, yo, E, bruh, you losing, bruh. Like, yo, you, it feels good to say, it ain't your fault, but you losing, E. And I'm telling you, see, you made a statement a long time ago. I hate losing more than I like winning, bro. Right. I'm just right. being real. I yeah, hate, I hate coming up. up short. Like, I hate having a dream or a goal that I know I'm capable of or life that I'm envisioning, that I know I'm capable of living because I thought about it, but then I'm not living it. And I just was like, yo, E, this ain't working. You feel good about my mom lied. You feel good about your mom do what you feel good about it, but you still homeless and a high school dropout. You still eating out of trash cans. You still, you know what I'm saying? You still your credit tore up. You still ain't got a, a pot to piss in and windows to throw it out. You still ain't got no bank account. You living from check to check. And I just got tired, see, and somebody wise told me all that energy you spending on them and hating and blaming. And some of the stuff, you might be right. You're not getting any further in your mm. personal life. You're not getting no further. You're dogging your mom out. Your mom got a house. She got, she married. She got other children. She doing very well for herself. Your biological father, I don't know where he was or what he was doing, but I, I know he ain't commit suicide. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's still living his life. You understand what I'm saying? And it was like, yo, E, but you homeless. But you a high school dropout but you ain't got nowhere. And I just looked in the mirror and was like, yo, E, this not what you're doing. And I'm gonna be real, see, I could, you couldn't tell me what I wasn't and how I was thinking wasn't right. You couldn't tell me that. Right, You right. couldn't That's tell me I was part. wrong. Yeah. You yep. feel me? You couldn't tell me I was wrong. The only way I knew I was wrong is right was never coming out, no matter mm. how I mixed it, mm. no matter what equation I threw in, no matter how I tried to flip it, I was still homeless. No matter how I tried to, you know, uh, 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 say it and mm. configure it, like I, I was still a dropout. I still didn't have no money in my pocket. And somebody wise came and told me, 
Stop spending that energy on them and get start focusing on you and doing what you could do for you. Ashford University's online bachelor's and master's degree programs allow you to learn on a convenient and flexible schedule. At Ashford, expert faculty teaches you real-world skills from real-world experience from the comfort of your own home in online classes built for life's twists and turns. Shout out to one of my most memorable professors, Brian. Brian actually worked in the industry as it relates to video production, and his class is one of the ones that stuck out to me because it wasn't just book knowledge. It was, you know, practical stuff that he learned on the job that he brought to the classroom. You can pursue a degree to help you have a brighter future in one of Ashford's 60 plus programs like business administration, healthcare administration, and psychology. With 24 seven access to your classroom, daily support, and financial aid available, Ashford gives you the tools you need to keep climbing. You're made for moments like this because you're hashtag tenacity made, just like Ashford. Educational is personal at Ashford University. Your success is their success. There's no fee to apply or standardized testing required to enroll. Do it today. Go to ashford.edu forward slash success. That's ashford.edu forward slash success. Not all programs are available in all states. And so I just realized. Yeah, it's so crazy, man. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, yo, you know, you try to help people through some struggles and you see people stuck in the same spot. And it's literally like, imagine like baking a cake and it come out terrible. Yeah. Hmm. And then putting the exact same ingredients and cooking it the exact, exact same, same way, way the next time. Yeah. I'm like, dog, you you really have lost your mind. Yeah. And I'm telling you, I sit again, I'm not, again, you, you always used to say, like, I'm not mad at you where you are. I'm mad you stuck there. Yeah. And it's like, yo, insanity is doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results. And you see people, man, and you like, yo, it's been five years, you ain't added nothing to your game. It's been five years and you still pissed at that same person. It's been five. It's been three years and you still ain't got that degree. You still ain't did what you said you were going to do. And I think, Carl, it gets to a point where people, um, they, it's a learned helplessness, if you will. Because yeah. yeah. the dangerous part about baking that cake over, over and over and over again is that you learn that this is the only cake I can bake as opposed mm. to at some point flicking the switch. And man, I look at Maul and I'm like, dog, Maul had a pro like a problem. And Maul and Carl, you could jump in whenever. But like Maul was like, yo, I didn't make the league. That's a problem. I feel bad. He even said he had PTSD. So he could have, again, his dreams and goals could have left or he could say, yo, I can actually step up to the plate and say, you know what? My coach didn't do me right. I felt like I should have been promoted a little bit more in terms of my skill set this year, but I'm still going to get to where I'm going to get to by actively taking a role in my own success. And he knew that it's still, I still hold that power in my hands. So, Maul yeah, Carl, I, jump I, in here. Well, I was about to say, to go back to even your cake analogy, bruh, it's hard to know that your cake tastes terrible right. when you got a bunch of people around you telling right. you that, ooh, this just, cake is good. Right. Oh, man, this cake hey, is good. Or, Maul, right. that you haven't tasted any other cake. Oh, and that's another great yep. point, Carl. Oh, you haven't tasted uh, another cake. And so, look. You ain't I been think, to Harold's to get that chocolate cake. <laughs> you just took the words. You took the words right out of my mouth. You got to come get it. I had to do you it. You got to come get it. See, <laughs> so just took my punchline. But no, man. And the thing about it is, and, and this is something, E, when you was talking, I was just thinking about this. 
Like my life, I remember back in the day, I would have nothing but cheerleaders around me. Right? Mm-hmm. Nothing but cheerleaders. People telling me what I wanted to hear. People, no matter if I failed or what, no matter if I, even though I didn't make it to the NFL, I had people around me saying, I know Jamal, you wanted to go to the NFL, but being a police officer is way better. They got better benefits. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they just shaking their pom-poms <laughs> and everything I do, people shaking the pom-poms. Give me and a I'm J. just like, Give me a yeah. A. <laughs> oh man, sometimes when you got them people, man, and they, you know, some people you might call your entourage, you might call them your boys, but they they just in the background, always cheering you on. No matter what, you get in a fight with your argument. I mean, excuse me, you get into a fight with your wife, or an argument with yeah. your wife, and they're sitting back like, man, you was right, man. She wrong. Yeah. You know, no matter what you do, these people are cheering you on. Mm. Eventually, man, you got to look behind you and just tell them to shut up, man. <laughs> Eventually, you got to say, you know what? I'm tired of hanging around all cheerleaders and I need to get coaches in my circle. Mm. I need to get coaches. I need somebody mm. that's going to be behind me telling me, no, Jay, that ain't right, bro. That's not right. No, Jay, you said you wanted to make it to the NFL for a reason. The reason why you wanted to make it to the NFL was so that you can have this type of lifestyle and you can't have that lifestyle by being a police officer. What you going to do? Those are the type of people now that you need, but they hard to find. They're hard. So I'm not out here telling you like, hey, they just around the corner. No, these people are hard to find, but they're necessary to your advancement. Yeah, they are yeah. necessary. I'm just looking at my circle right now. And and I, I promise y'all before we even got on the podcast, me and CJ was on the phone waxing deep for about 30 minutes on some stuff. Another coach as opposed to a cheerleader. Hey, Jay, no, that's a great idea, man. I think you should do it, even though in the back of his head, he know that it might fa- you might fail at it. And I think just in your in your life period, in your circle period, and, you need to find coaches. And that's coaches. what's so crazy, dog. Like, think about it. Like, uh, Maul was saying, I remember Maul used to say, like, people would tell him, like, when he was coming to our conferences, like, oh, man, you spending all that money to go see E.T. and stuff like hmm. that. Like, think about how crazy it is that huh. people sitting behind you who broke or ain't never made one, they make the same check at the last five years and complain about the fact that they ain't had no bread. And they telling you you crazy for going and trying to add elements to your game. Hmm. Like imagine how imagine how crazy that sounds. Like there are things that you can do actively right now to take control of your finances, but because you don't, you're you're looking for permission from other people, or or worse yet, you getting cheerleaded, so you don't think you need to make a change. It's just crazy. Carl, go ahead. So I was gonna say, I think the part that bothers me now, Maul, to what you're saying is. The, the, the place where we are in society right now, where we live, dude, we are exposed to so much more right now. Like this mm-hmm. ain't, you know, th- 50 years ago where it went on internet and you can see Instagram. Like, dude, you're exposed to happy families. You're exposed to wealth. You're exposed to spirit. You, you're exposed to the whole gamut just on social media, right? So I'm saying it's not a, it's not a lack of information no more. Like that excuse is out the window. What the challenge is, and I'll use, forgive me for going back to the, the last dance, but we just, we just watch, okay, okay, so in video production, we have what's called a, a POV shot. It's a point of view shot, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting here looking at my computer instead of you seeing me. You literally see through my eyes, right? That's the problem I think most people are having. Let me, let me just say this. If Jerry Krause told that story that we just watched, it would have been a whole different documentary. You follow mm-hmm. me? Right, right, so right. So what you are seeing, your point of view, is the thing that I think is holding you back. Like, I think, like, you're so stuck in your point of view, and that's all you can see, Maul. Like, I think that's what's holding you back. So all you were seeing is, this is my circumstance. This is how I go to work. This is how I do what I do. 
and you are not allowing yourself to absorb the social media. Like you're just seeing it as that thing out there. You're not allowing yourself to absorb it as like, yo, this is another human being. This is another person that got two arms, two legs, and they're getting up. To be honest, E, we see see motivational speakers that ain't had two arms and two legs. Yeah. What's my man's name? Um, Nick, Nick whatever. Nick Vujicic. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, we're watching other people, sometimes less than what we have, make, you know, the best out of life, but yet we're stuck right there. And that's all we can see. And I think it's time that we just, like, for real, the next, I challenge people, the next time you turn on the TV, the next time you look at social media, he got me laughing, he put his hand up. My kids be doing that. Like, daddy, I want to get here. <laughs> um, but the next time you look at social media, like, yo, see yourself as like, yo, yeah. they live in a nice house. What steps can I take? If I keep, see, you said, it, if I keep doing the same thing, it's never going to happen. That's a given. Yeah. So let me you ask know? you this, Carl. What, and, and Ma, I guess, what steps in Maul's process to millions of dollars are not duplicatable at all? <laughs> the, bro, the whole system is duplicatable. I'm just saying. So y'all watched again. So think about this. You li- y'all been on y'all been the on the podcast. System. Y'all watch Maul's evolution on the podcast. You watch Carl now get his third property, working on his fourth. Like you've watched this evolution. And Carl, again, now Maul might, Maul got crazy, he huge and got big muscles and all of that. I don't think you need that to be an investor, right? Okay, thank you for our daily bicep shot. But I don't think you need big muscles to be an investor. And Carl is living proof. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man. Hey, Carl, don't take that. Hey, hey, hey. Maul, if I get close enough to the camera, the point of view will change. No, hey. no, no. Hey, he got muscles. They just, they but, just in but, his bank but account. But in all seriousness, he got muscles like, in his bank account. Hey, but listen. No, no, no. In all seriousness, though, yeah. Carl was able to say, yo, here it is. And I'm again, I'm so proud of Carl because that's not even in Carl's nature it's to not. go out and on a limb and try to take a risk. But it was so clear to him that what I want is right there, and I have the blueprint how to do it. So if I just make a decision, if I make a decision, and I guarantee you, Carl folks was probably looking at him like, oh, oh my bro. goodness, wait a minute. Oh, Are you serious? Oh, the conversations, my conversations, bro. Yeah, crazy. It's Why? Because they've that never seen again. it. Yeah, right, yeah. exactly. So Carl was able to say, you know what? Despite the, there's a reason we've been middle class forever. Yeah. And, and that goes for me too. Like, it's bro, a formula. I, my, it's a formula. It's a formula to being middle class, just like it's a formula to being rich. It's a formula to being broke. And if you follow that formula, no matter which which area you choose, you will go right into it. I I, I broke that thing down, see? It's literally, it's a reason why generation after generation, you got middle class families. Because they do the same exact thing. And your parents are teaching you what they know from birth. And as soon as as somebody tries to break the mold, everybody like, Right. <laughs> you just turn. Hold on. Go for uh, it, E. Let's let E get in before we lose. <laughs> hey, no, no. Here's the deal. <laughs> Guys, don't make it complex. I know what happens. You autocorrect other things because they're visual. Mm. You don't autocorrect yourself because you don't necessarily see that it's visual too. So let me you, show you all what I mean. You're seeing it outside of you, E. You're not yep. seeing yep. it. Yeah. It's the same yep. thing. So... I came downstairs today, it was too cold. So I adjusted the heat. I got on the treadmill, the incline wasn't high because I was running before. I adjusted the incline. Hmm. The speed was too low when I got on, it wasn't high enough, so I pushed the button so I could. CJ and Carl said, the light is too close to you. Push it back. E, that white on your shirt, 
Go change your shirt. Y'all not here. I'm trying to help somebody. I want to make it. I'm about to GED you out. Uh-huh. I'm about to GED you out. A.E., stop putting your chest. When you pump your chest, it distorts the... Uh, either I got to make the adjustment or the, my man Ed got to make the adjustment or we got to get a new mic. And what happens when it's external, because you can see the buttons, hmm. you just hit them and you auto-adjust. Everything in life. If your food's too hot, you blow it. You let it sit. You cool it down. If your car don't got enough gas to get where you're going, you auto-adjust. You go to the gas station, put it. But what happens is a human, we're on cruise control, and I need you to get out of cruise control. Here are the three levers that I need you to fix every day. First, your mind. Check your mind every day and see if your mind is prepared to do the work you're trying to do. Do you need to get with a different group of people? Do you need to talk to somebody different? Like, do you need to read different books? Auto-correct. Look at your bank account if it's off. All it means you need to get some wealth information. That's all it means. Listen to me. Too many of y'all, and I'm with you. I'm not. I ain't on their level. Too many of you want to lose weight, but you don't want to work out. My wife and I talked about it this morning. It ain't never a day I get up and go run those six miles that I feel good about it. Now, there are days I feel better than other days. I <laughs> never feel good working out. Ever. I don't never wake up in the morning and crave working Look at out. Like, that ain't my reality. I'm over here. Ever. Hey, I'm over here hurt right now. I'm like, that's my... You know, that, oh, that's my sanctuary. You Getting feel in me? that gym. I'm saying, good. I never feel it. But guess I what? I told you, the kitchen is sanctuary. Six, <laughs> I get up and run six miles anyway. I don't yeah. have to feel it. Mm. I auto-correct, and I yeah, tell yeah, my yeah, legs, yeah, 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 yeah. Put your sh- get your butt up, put your shoes on, and go out there, put some music on, or get on a phone call with your boys, and let them talk, and you go run. Listen to what I'm trying to tell you. You don't have to be like Maul. You don't have to feel like working out to work out. Yeah, you yeah, auto correct. Yeah, and yeah, that's, that's your good. problem. You yeah, think that good. you gotta like it. You think you gotta already know it. It's gotta you don't feel have good. to like it or know uh-huh. it. But you do have to auto adjust. Mm. So after you auto adjust your brain, you auto adjust your mouth. Come on. You auto adjust what yeah. you're saying. You talk different. My so when I go mouth. out and run, I tell myself, E, while you may not like to exercise, Bruh, you about to put your wife in a situation where she going to have her husband for another year or two mm. in life and you're going to be able to run with your grandkids and Come your on. heart rate is going. You're not going to have to pay the doctor and you're going to look younger. You're going to have a glow on your face. So when you do your videos, people are going to respect you because you look like what you're talking about. Mm. <laughs> and more, I keep talking <laughs> that talk. Let's go. Okay, just, go. Hey, just put it to 10 right now, Ian. Go That's for it. Put it, it to 10, Ian. Don't hurt yourself. Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> Now, <laughs> so I'm just saying, I know, right? Autocorrect. Come on. <laughs> Let me yeah, see, keep going this way. Hey, you, this remember, way. Hey, you remember when Scotty had his shoe up? Right. And was like, right. Come right. on, man. Let, hey, don't take You know? And then the last one, Ma, you autocorrect your thinking if it's off. Yeah. You autocorrect your mouth yeah. if it's off. And what you are listening to, sometimes you got to shut your parents out. Sometimes you got to shut your friends out. And here's the last one. You got to autocorrect your heart, right? You got to put, some of y'all, you smart enough, you talk the talk, but you don't have will. Some of you got the right will, but you don't have the right information. You don't have the right skills. So what I'm telling you, as easy it is to change this, (laughs) this treadmill, as easy as it was to adjust that light, as easy as it was to put on another shirt, I went from GED to PhD, 
Then I told him last night on the webinar, bro, I made more money off the flight assessment than I've even made off the doggone. Why? Because Chris kept telling me, E, this is good information, but you need to go get certified. He kept telling me, and I wasn't listening, Mark, because he was teaching me and it was enough. It was working. I was getting what I needed, so I didn't. And then guess what? Boom, pandemic. He dies out of nowhere, Ma. Now I got to go get the information. And it's changed my life. So I'm telling you, autocorrect your thinking, autocorrect your mouth, autocorrect what you're looking at, autocorrect your heart. And you, you are, con- listen to me, the devil is a lie. You are in control of you. Your, 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 your culture ain't don't control you. Your generation don't control you. Listen to me, and this is no disrespect, because my family listened to this podcast. This is no disrespect. There are parts of our family that have not left the best legacy, right? There are some that have. I wanted to be a part of the ones that have, Ma. I graduated, PhD. My daughter graduated from Michigan State. My son graduated. Ma, I wanted to create something different. You feel me? I ain't mad at nobody else. Right. But I wanted to create something different. So what do I mean by that? You're, you're, don't keep saying it's a generational curse. It's a DNA. I can't explain to you, Carl can, but there is a way to find out the molecular structure of things and manipulate it. That there's a way to do it. You can find out how something is uh, uh, constructed and you can deconstruct it. I promise you, you can. And so I looked at my life and was like, if I change what I think, if I change what I see, if I change what I say and what I listen to, and I change the willpower that I give to something, then it's, I, can, I can create my own world. So How do you change real. that last one, though, E? I, can, I, I get all the rest of them is kind of like functional things that you could do. The yeah. heart is the one that I think is not so easy, if you will. Like, yeah. are you saying if I change those other ones, then my heart will begin to change? Like, that's a part of it? Because you could say, like, change your heart. But I don't know if, like, you, I, okay, I got you. I'm li- not listening to them anymore. I'm cutting them off. I'm only yeah. taking this and whatever. Yeah. How you change that heart, though, bro? I think, CJ, the more junk you get rid of, the more pure your heart becomes. Mm. You feel me? The more you start, like, the more you listen to the right stuff, the more you see the right stuff, the more you hear the right stuff, speak the right, your heart becomes pure. It's almost like um, if you see how they've got a cup and they got like got some black Coke or something in it, and they take water and pour a whole bunch of water, that cup is going to get rid of that Coke, and mm. sooner or later, ain't nothing going to be in that cup but water. And mm. I just feel like, even with us, bruh, you know, and it was hard, Ma, but C would be like, nope, you're not speaking there. Nope, we're not dealing with those individuals. Yeah. We don't have nothing against nobody, but we got a vision, we got a mission, E. You're trying to accomplish something, E. You can't be all things to all people, E. And I'm telling you, as I stopped going to certain places, I stopped doing certain things, and I started doing the things that was most important to me, I noticed that my heart, like, look, y'all, I woke up one day and was like, I got to do schools. Why? Because I, had, I started going to um, Sexton every day, y'all. I was going to Sexton every morning. And when them kids would come in and be geeked to see me, when I would come in the classroom, they like, yo, let go that dude off the internet. Can you believe he at my school? Can you believe he in my classroom? Hey, they videoing. Hey, look, E.T., I'm walking out, kids crying. Oh, what's wrong with y'all? They wouldn't let you come to my classroom. Can you come back and come to my classroom? Every time I went, Ma, 
my heart for corporate started mm. shifting a little bit more. And every mm. time I went in that school, my heart for those kids, it just kept beating, Ma. And I was just like, E, you got to do enough work where you can make money and hit the school. And C was like, kill that. Bump that, E. We about to put you in a situation with real estate. We about to put you in a situation with solar. We about to work on some other things. E, don't ever have to speak again for money. If you're not speaking for your heart, E, stop. Don't, don't Forget money, E. We want to put you in a position where you can just do what you love. Mall out of nowhere. I wrote a book for schools, bro. Are you in trouble, E? I'm getting a call from Didi. I just want to make sure. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. <laughs> Let me know. Answer it. Answer it. Let's hear yeah, it. Uh, answer it live on speakerphone. I just missed it. I just call missed it. Call it back. Put her on speaker. <laughs> oh. Let's see. Hey. No, finish up, E. Sorry. You was oh, on the road. It, that's no, good. That's it. See? So the more I did what I yeah, what yeah, I, yeah, 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 what, yeah. What I love, yeah. the pure my heart got, bro. Oh, here we go. Hold on. We got Diddy on the podcast. Live on the, she said, don't tell me y'all still on the podcast. Dill say, we you only been on for an hour. You are live on the podcast, Diddy. You are live. What's up? The one hour and 90 minute podcast. Hey, when is the next time you're using this conference room? Um, oh, y'all could go on. She talking about something else. Hold on, y'all go okay. on. Okay. Um, mute, Didi. So real quick, man, uh, let's jump to uh, our sponsor of this podcast, Organifi. Uh, man, big shout out to them. O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I. Y'all know who they are, man. They've been rocking with us, sponsoring us forever. Uh, get all your supplements and your, your green juice powders and your proteins and everything else from them, man. Don't forget the gold, uh, baby. The gold. Don't forget the gold. Uh, make sure you own that as well. Uh, we definitely want to keep y'all healthy during these times, man. We're, we're using it on the red. I think Organifi blowing up, dog. They, they yeah. big time now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They getting a little big time. So shout out to everybody who's been um, looking out for them. Also, man, super pumped up. Listen, man, this weekend, Marla and I were talking. Uh, he was like, dog, what are we going to do? Should we do something for Memorial Day? I said, absolutely. So, man, we got, listen, Make Real Estate Real is going to be half off this weekend for Memorial Weekend only. All right, Make Real Estate Real is going to be half off. It's going to be at $9.97. And then also, a brand new product. E, close your ears because you didn't know it because you created the product. <laughs> a brand new um, training course, man, that we put together, this habit stacking joint that E preached on. And now we put a course together for it. It is phenomenal, phenomenal. We are going to put that and bundle it with the Make Real Estate Real, all right? So Make Real Estate Real is already half off, and then we're going to put this course. Man, this is a habit-stacking course that's out of this world. You're going to get that free. With oh, the I, oh, I, oh, I had to stop listening, Ma. No, no. I had to stop listening, Ma. Free 99. I away for free, Ma. Free 99. My ears is closed. I saw his lips, Ma, go. For real. Hey, hey, Carl, it's, t- it's tell, not, them the, tell, Carl oh, tell them what the course oh, is. Make real estate real. You pay for that. Make happy stack your real estate well, Hey, what, what, oh, Make real estate real and make a donation. The is getting Carl, go ahead and tell them what's in the course. Yeah, so to, to see his point, man, we just wanted to take that habit stacking thing and really make it plain. So we took the pillars, faith, family, finances, fitness, and we literally broke content out. And here's the truth, guys. We were creating this to release to the world. But seeing Maul squeeze my arm, it's like, yo, we got to go real estate yeah. first. You know what I'm yep. saying? Like, this is a group of people that they're ready. They're ready for habit stacking, all right? Yep. So this is the group that we are opening oh, up to the, first. He let the pilots oh, take the pilots, it out. The pilots jacked me up. They jacked me up. 
So, man, so yeah, we're talking about yeah. faith, family, like I said, fitness, finances. Like, we got content in each of those areas. And he just did one just specifically for families, man. We know a lot of people have been Crazy. on the lockdown and you got to deal with some stuff that you ain't had to deal with before. Like, our kids is home. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's different things. So, he just did a whole yeah. new module for that one, man. So, all this content is is yours for, so, yeah. for the, the low, low. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, go to makerealestatereal.com. Right now, is it on? Or can we put it on now? By the time they release yeah, this, it'll be up. So there. go make real estate real right this second and get both of those. Make happy stack and faith. Make yeah. happy stack and faith. Make real yeah. estate real. Yeah, you already know. Uh, yeah. So go to hey. You see what it is? Make real estate Appreciate make real estate too, uh, more for making the donations to our essential workers and sure. looking out for people. Man, that's been awesome. We've been getting great feedback on that. So go. Uh, to make realestatereal.com and get both of those, man. That's a Memorial Day offer from us to you. All right. How many days? Yeah. Uh, a couple days. They better go uh, through Memorial Day. So Memorial end, Day, I guess yeah. end, of, end of Monday. So um, yep. So all right, cool. Let's move. Let's go to quickly, quickly, Ma. We want to get your thoughts on the Last Dance. Uh, we, you know, we touched on it. I didn't want to spend a whole episode on it. Yeah. But obviously, uh, we watched MJ. Uh, we had a lively group text this week. Lively. <laughs> let me tell you, the, the group text so aggressive, Carl oh, just aggressive. don't say nothing no more. I just, I just Carl, like, like I'm not even, and then he, he can't do nothing but come in and be like, LOL. Because me and Ma, we get hey, to tussling right. in I'm that. I'm just saying, Ma, like, it got I'll personal say one this thing, week. go use the bathroom, come back. And it's, it's 35,000. Uh, yeah. um, we the go thread. in. I'm like, where do I jump in at? That's too much. Hey, and you talk about when me and Ma lock horns, it's no, it's no, it's relentless. Um, you talk but, two gorillas just going at it. In, in all seriousness, though, let's go, because I watched the, uh, the Last Dance, which... Again, just shout out to the production behind it, everything, man. It was, you know, a great, a great series. Uh, I'm sad it's over, you know what I mean? Because that kind of gave us something to do here in the quarantine. But hey, um, did you peek how ESPN tried to set you up? Hey, 30 for 30 next week. I'm like, don't even try ESPN. Y- y'all oh, can't man, bring that after this. Just, it's, it's over. Man, um, one of the things that I think, you know, obviously, you know, with the flu game and obviously now the poison game, whatever, Uh, Man, just the one thing I will never, ever, ever be able to take away from MJ was that relentless, by any means necessary. I mean, dog, to hear that he, like, they called his mama. And mama was like, baby, you can't play like that. Talking about he was curled up in a ball at 3 o'clock in the morning. And to be able to go out and, you know, do what he did. um, Maul, I kind of let you get your thoughts on, you know, just that and how you... uh, I'm pretty sure fainted in the house when you watched that scene and went down to the sports bar and was practicing your Jordan moves. But what was your thoughts on uh, the kind of the finale there or the last dance? Which parts hit you and, and what'd you take from it? Yeah, so I just, man, just watching it, it just made me think about like, you know, all great dynasties eventually come to an end. Um, no matter how great of a dynasty, no matter how great of an era, everything comes to an end. Mm-hmm. But it's not the end, right? It's not the end. So even though this series just now ended and, and the whole thing about the Bulls winning the championship at the end, it, that's not even important. What was important was everything else during that period. Like that was their moment in history that they held, that they held on to forever. Like nobody can take that time period away from them. And, and I think Mike understood the importance of legacy. 
He understood the importance of seizing the moment while the moment still um, still was available. So you have to what I took away from it for myself was like, OK, Jamal, right now I'm going through my championships. Right. I'm going through my life right now. The things that I'm accomplishing in my life right now, one day somebody will be talking about it, whether it's my family, you know, my children, whether it's larger than just my own legacy, my family. Somebody one day will be talking about what I went through and how I went through it. And so I just think it's so important. Like we're, we all are creating history right now. You know, even though we looked at Michael Jordan and we looked at the Bulls and we, you know, we giving them big ups and we talking about how phenomenal Mike was. There's somebody that's out there. You're just as phenomenal in whatever field you're in in life. Your family look at you like you're phenomenal. Your family look at you like the Michael Jordan, like you're the goat of the family. And so just know that you have a dynasty in your family right now. Everything mm -hmm. that you're creating history right now about what you're doing in life. And so it's so important that you seize the moment. You yeah. know, one day, you know, seize the moment. Mike right now, he can never, as great as he was, he's the greatest basketball player to ever live. He can never go back and accomplish the things that he accomplished back in the 90s. Mm -hmm. That was his time in life. That was the part of history that he held on to forever. And the same thing, man. So with myself, I'm just like, man, this is I'm, I'm going through my period. And one day I'm going to look back when I'm 60, and, you know, and I got the glass and the brown eyes and everything going on. I'm going <laughs> to look back and I'm going to say, you know, did I give it my all? Yeah. Did I seize the moment that was in front of me, E? Yeah. Or did I, you know, it's some other people that's watching this that um, was watching the last dance that was playing against Mike, you know, and they didn't win a championship. And I know that right now they sitting back thinking to themselves like, man, yeah, I was there. I was in the arena. I was in the building, but I didn't seize the moment like Mike did. I don't have that ring to go along with it. And so for me, when I was watching it, I'm just like, what am I doing? Am I, am I just happy to be in the building with a person like Mike? Or am I going to be that person that's saying, no, nah, this is my time period. This is time for me to win my championship ring also. Yeah. So for yeah. me, that's what my biggest takeaway over the whole series, bro, is seizing the moment while the moment still exists. E, Carl? Hey, so two parts for me. One of them is I want to see the story on Jerry Ryan's door for whatever his name is, the owner, because my man owned not only the basketball team, but the baseball team. So I want to hear his story hmm. and figure out what he was doing. Um, Mike was cute, but my man was signing Mike's check. <laughs> Um, and a whole lot of other people checks. But see, my, my big takeaway, man, is like, whoa, yo, what's my basketball? Like, what's mm. my basketball? This dude took a ball, right? That was the actual physical thing that he took and created everything yeah. that we know about him from yeah. a ball. So my question to everybody, like, yo, what's your ball? Like, not trying to be funny. Like, what is it? Like, what is the yeah. thing that you can take up? Whatever, if it's a physical object to eat, it's your speaking gift. Like, what is that thing that I'm saying spend the next year if you need to, like, digging in and finding that thing? Because, man, look at what happens from a basketball. And, and, and to the point, it's like you've seen other success stories with a basketball, but not like this one. Right? Like this dude took a basketball yeah. man and created a legacy, his kids, all that. So I'm just challenging people yeah. like, yo, find your basketball, find your ball. Yeah. E? Love it. Love it. I got um, one, but I want to wait because I, I want to see if what, right. it's very specific. Uh, yeah, for me, Ma, um, the thing I took away from it is no matter how great you are, there's still other individuals from the office, from the locker room, from the dudes you play with that really affect your greatness. You know, it's like, yo, greatness ain't something singular, bro. 
And they might have put the mic on mic and had the camera on mic. Uh, but there were other people there who helped Mike. And then I think the thing that I can't control that I really took away from it, and I just have to pray every day is that most of the time, uh, the fall of a dynasty is within, not without. You know? And Mike them kept saying we could have won seven. You know? Or possibly if he hadn't left, you know, they could have won nine. But there were so many things that impacted, you know, my even leaving with his father passing. You know, it just, it, you know it's just so much, man. It, it just humbled me because, like, as deep as you think you are, you can't do nothing by yourself, bro. <laughs> like, like, for real, you might be gifted, but just think, I just think if I was by myself and I didn't have a team I had, yeah, I'm, I was, I'm definitely going to do what I do. I'd be at church still doing my thing, traveling, still doing my thing, but not the same impact on the world, the same influence, or either the same income. So it was kind of humbling to watch, like, yeah, even greatness got to depend on other people to be greatness. You know, it's people who are opening up the doors to the United Center, people selling tickets, people selling yeah. hot dogs, hamburgers, people selling jerseys. Like, Mike just get to come in and do his thing and leave, but there's pre-preparation, there are things that go on in the game. The lights getting turned on, the, the, the clock getting turned on, the timeouts getting ready, somebody keeping score for you. Somebody got all your stats. Mike, yeah, Mike might brag about his stats, but somebody had to keep them stats for you. You, you, you weren't scoring and keeping your stats, you know. So I, I just was humbled, man, that, yo, no matter how good you are, how deep you are, understand, bro, you, you are nothing without the people around you. And as I watched it, I made a commitment to myself because I know it's rough, Ma. I'm not, you know, again, I'm never judging people, bro. His life is real. But I made up in my mind that I won't tear this dynasty down. Yeah. You know, like I won't be one of the ones. If it get tore down on the inside, let it be one of y'all, you know. But I, I won't speak ill. You know, I won't not put forth energy and effort. Like I won't go, well, I ain't getting paid for that. I'm not doing that. You know what I'm saying? Or that ain't my job. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm the speaker on this note. I'm like, yo, I'm going to do my job to be the best that I could be, like Rodman was, like Pippen was, so that we can have a dynasty. And I just, I just see so many dudes, you know, and young ladies that like just companies that started together and they like, we all we got, you know, uh, whatever, whatever. And I want our dynasty, Ma, not to be make money, to make money. I want our dynasty not to impress the world. I want our dynasty to be that we don't break up. You know, like the brotherhood we have, the family that we have, that yeah. we don't, it don't get, we, we, it don't break up. And the only way it could break up is us. And yeah. so that, that's, that's my thing. I want to die and everybody at the funeral. You feel yeah. me? It ain't no beef. It ain't yeah. no, should I come to his funeral or not? Me and he ain't talked in five hmm. years. We ain't talking 10 years, you know? So yeah. that's what I saw. Like, I want to, I don't want to just win championships. I want to keep the dynasty. I want to keep the people that won the dynasty together. It's funner that way. It's funner yeah. that way. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like, imagine even if we all just left right now, we all had success in our own space. It's like, it's like it's not nearly as sweet. The, the funnest part of this journey has been to be able to do it with my brothers. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's no the talk. funnest There's part. No you know what I'm no saying? Cap. It's Seriously. like, no cap. Dog, you can take the whole all the success, and if you was just on a solo, it just ain't got the same 
you know, feel. So I'm going to put something up, Marlon. I promise you, okay, I'm not jabbing, okay? Carl, go ahead and put something up real quick. I'm actually about to give Mike probably more props than I ever gave him in my life. All right, so that shot right there, right? And, and Carl, we'll put the video in on the podcast later. But if y'all, this, my respect level for Mike went to a whole nother level. And I said, wow, I got to check myself. And I was more inspired by the play where Mike got the shot hit against him and lost than I was any shot Mike ever made. And let me show you what happened if y'all watched it. And I remember watching it back in the day, but you know, you're watching stuff different now with the last dance, right? When I tell you Reggie Miller got away with one of the worst offensive fouls I've ever seen in my life. Reggie Miller ran from like the baseline, full speed, and two hands shoved Mike out the way to then get open and bury the shot. So again, because I'm watching Mike through a different lens now, I'm trying to study why he's so great. Y'all go back and watch it. If you're listening on the podcast right now on iTunes, Spotify, wherever, go look at YouTube. Carl put the video in there. I rewound it five times to see how Mike would respond. Do you know that in a huge game, in the biggest moment of the game where the Bulls is about to win, Reggie Miller pushed off with two hands to get open. Mike got there late. Reggie buried the shot. Do you know Mike did not say one thing to the ref? I mean, bruh, he didn't even look at the referee. He never even did like the push off motion like. And you know what I said, E? I said, wow. He was so locked in to either it's a win or a loss. It's no time. Now, I'm not saying Mike never complained to the ref. I don't know. I'm just telling you, in this huge moment, where Indiana was a real threat to them, he did not run over to the ramp and go, I can't believe he pushed me off. He was like, dog, we lost. It's a wrap. And he kind of just did his head. You'll, you'll see it on the video. He kind of just did his head like, dang, like, you know, like anybody would. But he did not complain. He did not get caught up in that. And E, you know what I thought about instantly? This is why it impacted me so much. Remember when the Saints got cheated? Hmm... They spent the yeah. whole week talking about how they got cheated. Yeah. Or, I mean, sorry. They spent the whole rest of the overtime yeah. talking about how they got cheated. They never locked back in. Mm. Mike was like, yo, I can't get too caught up in that push because there's something else coming next time, and now I got to get ready for the next game. That's over with. And no disrespect to the Saints. And they got cheated. They got cheated bad. But they handled it and went... Oh, my God. And they complained for the next five, ten minutes, and they lost the game in overtime because they never got over it. And Mike was so deep as a winner that he said, it's over with. It don't matter. Like that's Maybe if it would have been five minutes left in the game, he might have went over to the ref and been like, hey, bro, he pushed me off. Maybe trying to see if he could get the next call or something like that. But the clock was at zeros, and Mike was like, it's no reason. I just saw Mike's brain go, oh, well, we're going to win the next one anyway, so it don't matter. And I was like, wow. I sat back in my seat. Like, yo, literally, I watched it like five times, and I just kept being like, dog, do you know these boys today would have, I mean, laid on the ground and had like a temper tantrum, like a a (laughs) two-year-old? 
and got a tech, uh-huh. and they'd have been in the press conference. I don't know. I, and please, somebody, if Mike talked about it in the press conference afterwards, if he complained about it, then this is null and void. All right. If he spent the whole press conference saying he, you know, got pushed, whatever. I'm just telling you what I saw in this moment and how it impacted me. And I'm telling you, too many people in your life right now, you running up to somebody going, hey, hey. And I'm telling you, it don't matter, dog. Your success is in your own hands. Refocus, autocorrect, as he said, and go win the next one. So that was the biggest thing I took. And I was like, yo, Mike is a savage on a whole nother level to not even have any type of emotional reaction to getting that shot hit. And he got pushed. I'm talking about the (laughs) biggest, I mean, it was like violent. And, you know, he was like, you know what? We lost. On to the next. And, man, that, that mindset of... Boom, on to the next autocorrect, I think is just huge. So that's what I got from it. That's enough. I'll never talk about Michael Jordan again in my life. Let's go to our, uh, yeah, uh, Maul, text, uh, did you text Carl our, our winner this week? No, I didn't. All right, so I'll, tell, I'll, I'll quickly, briefly go over it. For those of you who've been watching, don't know, hashtag S2S podcast, hashtag uh, whole 14 we're still doing the $1,000 giveaway. We're giving away $1,000, and we're giving away to make real estate uh, real course to our essential workers. Now, we opening up now, so I don't know how much longer we're going <laughs> to keep this up. You know what I'm saying? But, hey, keep hashtagging. We we appreciate all of it, uh, for real, especially those of y'all in, you know, the Chicago area, New York, and Detroit, you know, areas that's just been yeah, hit Wall, big man. time, man. We definitely yeah. appreciate y'all. Um, you know, I was in the hospital, well, not the hospital, but the office yesterday, and I'm like, you know, the nurses in there, I made sure to say, you know, thank you for being an essential worker. Um, and so this is just our podcast, small way of just paying you back or, or doing something nice for you as you support us. Again, uh, don't, hey, y'all stop telling people who are essential workers who don't listen to the podcast. We love them too, but this for y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're trying to bless y'all for being loyal and rocking with us. So we're trying to keep this in the family. So uh, this week, we got our essential worker winner. And uh, Carl, you got it yet? Not yet. Okay. You sent it, um, Mom? Yeah, I sent it. But I could okay. just go ahead and read it. Yeah, go ahead and read it, and we'll put it up. Yep. So this is from I Am The Davidsons. And so he has on there, he's a father of two beautiful kids, just trying to make a living for them. He said, whole 14, hashtag Secret to Success podcast, y'all always have my ears listening. Everything helps me to keep going, not just for my kids, but for my wife as well. Thanks for everything. Please, y'all be safe with the COVID-19. I pray everyone will overcome tough times. Amen. Amen. Thank you, brother. Appreciate that. Um, Carl, if we get his pick, uh, let's throw him up there. I want want to make sure he don't get beat. You know what I'm saying? That's part of it, to be able to see uh, your pick up there. Um, All right, so we got... uh, I got a hilarious fair file, but I think I'll save yeah, it. Yeah, save that for next week. Yeah, I'll save it for next week. Start um, us off. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, any, anything else, E? I'm, you know, I hate we don't have announcements. We used to be like, we're going to Hawaii. We're going to uh, the Riviera. Coming about to, that. You know what I'm saying? We, we used to that. have announcements. Big shout out to um, everybody who joined us on the uh, flight assessment webinar. Oh, yes. Oh, man, it was yeah. off the chain. Shout out to yeah. Moose. Me, E, and Moose went in. Hey, man, I we are er- giving... I was nervous that E wasn't going to make it through. It was at 8 o'clock at oh, night. Oh, yeah, it was late. <laughs> but, like, yo, the energy was crazy. And I'm just super I proud of that nap, program. Girl. 
<laughs> that's right. That's right. He got his hey. yeah. Yeah, and uh, and so for hopefully for those of you who joined, who listened to the podcast, man, we got like four or five thousand people on there. So hopefully those of you who um, listen to the podcast, we told y'all to get off. You understand? Yeah, we got yeah, we had a record number of people jump in even in the pandemic and and learn and learn to uh, get their you know add another revenue stream to their life. And so we'll be doing another one soon. So we'll let you know when that next one is. Um, I know we we definitely want to make sure we keep that coming and make sure we provide. Not only one of the things I love about us where we are now is, you know, we used a lot of rocket fuel to get to where we are. And now we're able to start opening doors for other people where that wasn't possible in the past. But now just with where he is in terms of a public platform, where Jamal is, where Josh is, where our companies and our businesses are, we're able to provide a lot more opportunities. Stay tuned very, very soon for an announcement from Harbor Solar. Uh, talked to Josh yesterday. We're actually putting the pieces together to be able to recruit and give incredible business owner opportunities to people. So um, the, I'll be, I don't want to give it out yet. We'll get Josh on the podcast to talk about it. So for those of you who want to conti- continue your entrepreneurship. Essential uh, worker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. I thought we yeah, were past the moment, but if you still No, no, no. We're going to make sure we get my man, man get his flowers. He need the full flowers. Right, hold on, hold on. I want to see uh, who getting that, that little bad, small love token. Yeah, Mark sent me three of them, so I'm gonna show his face and the, love the other one. I'm trying yeah, to see who getting the love offering. Exactly. Hey. Um, so yeah, be on the lookout for all the uh, all the other announcements that we got, man. Go to uh, etinspires.com and also makerealestatereal.com. All right, there we go, right there. What's up, bro? Yep. Shout out to I am the Davidsons on Instagram. Y'all make sure y'all go under his page, show him some love. And uh, appreciate you being the essential worker of the week. The rest of y'all, hashtag S2S podcast, hashtag whole 14. Let us know what you do and, um, you know, how you listen to the podcast. I'm always interested in hearing how people listen to the podcast, you know, at work, you know, cleaning up the house, whatever. Uh, Let us know. um, And we'll be sure to, uh, you know, try to do our best to support you as well. So uh, I think that's it, man. Y'all go to uh, remember to make real estate real. Memorial Day weekend starts right now. So don't say on Tuesday, it's not going to come with the, the bundle now. You're getting the bundle for free. Uh, so go check it out, man. You get my stuff for free, y'all. Hey, I just... You get my stuff for free. Hey, I got a, another special request. Hey, tell a friend about the podcast. I don't know if y'all sent... Y'all didn't respond in the group text. Maybe I sent it too late last night. But Joe Rogan they got a hundred million. Oh, Ooh, ooh. I saw it this morning. Toby just texted to me a minute ago, too. Joe Rogan got a hundred million dollars for his podcast. And I said, okay, now, we need to start growing this podcast. I need more people listening now so we can get to, so we can get to that 100 mil. Uh, but no, in all seriousness, man, appreciate everybody listening. Uh, shout out to my man who made my mold and the surgeon. And y'all just pray for me, dog. I'm just going, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm about to go lie down as soon as this is over. And uh, you know what I'm saying? Cry myself to sleep. But and no hey, more man. sudden cry, movements, cry man. me a river. Hey, see how much longer out. you got on that treadmill, dog? Huh? How much longer are you staying on the treadmill? As soon as you push, talk, get record off. <laughs> That's why he's trying to rush me. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> hey, Ma. I noticed. I noticed you slowed the pace down. Hey, hey, no, no. Let me give it. Let me. Let me say it for real. He has already ran. Like I look out my oh, yeah. window and see E running. So he oh, yeah. ran already at six miles hey, but, this morning. But, and now but, doing but Dilsey, uh, fair oh, yeah. foul. Dilsey was yelling out the window at him. You ain't running fast <laughs> enough. <laughs> You said hey. five to six miles. I didn't say. I didn't but say. You ain't say what Ma, clip. Ma, I said job. 
She want me out there sprinting. Meanwhile, she looking in the wi- out the window, <laughs> boy. She looking out the window. Hey, tell a rabbit and the hare, E. The rabbit and the hare. I mean the rabbit and the turtle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, hey, the turtle Ma, guy, yeah. I told her, look at the, you, look at the, you can see. The proof is in the pudding. Evident. That's right. Uh, yeah. Hey, I just thought about something that made me sad yesterday, man. This is the longest I ever went in my life yeah. without seeing y'all, man. Yeah. That's real. I'm like, yeah. wow, you know yeah. what I'm saying? When's the last Miss time we seen each other? Dog. When was that? No, March. It was March. Br- March. March the, March the 8th. London. That was London. London. the longest? Wow. This the longest ever, bro. Oh, I thought when you was in France. No, I came back. Okay, okay. Yeah, I came back twice yeah. while I was in France. Wow. So if you think about it, I came back twice. I was only there for four months, and I came back twice. Yeah. So I only, so this is from March, April, May. Tell yeah. me where you see it. Huh? <laughs> hey, I miss y'all, man. I'm, I'm, I'm looking Tell forward to this thing opening her. up a little bit, man. And I, I really do miss the studio and, uh, you know, coming in there and, and being in the L, man. So... We're looking forward to that. But for right now, man, you know, technology is making, you know, this it's at right. least tire. Can you imagine yeah. if this would have happened yeah. back in the day? No, no, no. Yeah. Hey, my mom called me the other day. And she was like, yo, I just want to stop and praise God for technology. I'm like, my mom? Bro, my mom can't even do nothing with the phone. She's like, yo, right. when my aunt, the same year I was born, I was born October 79. My aunt left to move to New York in um, September. And she said, dude, do you understand? Like, we couldn't talk. We couldn't see each other. Like, a phone call from her was like Christmas, bro. Like, you get a phone call. You know, back in the day, them calls cost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she was just saying, like, you just got a phone call, and you would get a call, like, once a month. But, bro, now you could just FaceTime every day. She could talk to the kids, do whatever. Bro, technology is, like, it's humongous for us right now, man. It's huge. Crazy. We ain't got a social Crazy. distance on technology. Nah, not at all. And uh, last but not least, uh, Carl, can you put up that flyer I sent you last night? I want to shout out the hip hop preacher. He's going to be doing the yes, commencement sir. address for the entire state of Michigan high school wow. graduates. Wow. I said, you know what I said? Wow, I said, e. high school dropout, Ma. E. Uh, high wow, school crazy. dropout. And, and you know, if you notice to E's, uh, uh, your left on the screen, he's right. Uh, he got top billing over the governor. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Don't get me in trouble with Big Gretch. Don't get me in trouble with Big Gretch. You know what I'm saying? That's the governor in Michigan. So he got the, uh, he's speaking with the governor in Michigan. Also, shout out to Sean Blanchard. From high school dropout to commencement address for For the the state state that I dropped out in, Ma. Oh, Oh, man. Come on, man. They called me, though. Hey, can can they get the pick of me now? On the treadmill and running six miles a day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, they got the one more, the chunky money. Hey, you know what? Wow. Hey, you know what? My wife just reminded me, though, last night, and I kind of got sad. I remember I came on here and told y'all my high school asked me to deliver yeah. the uh, commencement address yeah. for them. And, of course, you know, now that that's canceled. But, man, I was looking forward oh, yeah, to that. Was gonna, so. Oh, you was going to do that this year? Yeah, I was going to do Sextons. Wow. Mm. Yeah. I was gonna do Sexton, so um, hopefully they invite me back next uh, year. Next year, yeah. So oh, I, I, I look forward to doing that. I would have came. That's right around the corner. Yeah, Shoot. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And he would have been like, "Yo, see, let me get up there and say a couple words <laughs> no, too." No. <laughs> I work there, Mom. They see me all the time. All they right, got man. to see that homie who graduated from there. I, I think that's it. I don't got nothing else. Y'all don't got nothing else. I love y'all, man. Y'all be safe out there. We'll see, see you next week. 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 I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity with all your might. 
with all your 